I got the Nair Shabbos. We are about to begin Be'ezus Hashem, Shir number 90 in the Sfarim of Rav Zelik Pliskin. And we are talking about uh, self-confidence, which we will take a lot from Rav Zelik Pliskin, but also from other Sfarim, from other Torah-based uh, books with tools and skills. This is um, from what I was advised, plus something that I personally believe is an extremely important Mida both in Avaidas Hashem and serving Hashem, in being functional, a functional person, and also to enhance marriages greatly. When you have a healthy, normal self-esteem, it helps marriages tremendously. And Bez Hashem, as we go on, we'll try to do our best to connect this also, besides everything else in life, how it affects in positive ways Shalom Bayis as we work on this. One thing also very important to know, is that your personal story about self-confidence, we tell ourselves, we talk into ourselves our life story that leaves a major impact, the way we view our past life um, really affects us the way we feel about things now. So people have, for example, a highly spiritual outlook on their own life story. And they learn to develop positive character traits because of this, or work through negative character traits because of this. Some life stories, when you look back, they have this midah v'akar satayv. Others do not as much naturally. Some stories, you fill it with simcha. Everyone has a pekel, everyone has tzaris, but there are some people that are able to focus on the simcha sachayim, on the happiness in life. Some are less prone to do so. So some life stories are concerned with the major challenges more, and how to deal with them wisely and within the strength, that's also healthy. The idea is, is that if you're not satisfied with your life story until now, or if it hasn't helped for you, you can choose to change, change the theme of your life story at any moment going forward. It's never, ever too late. Even if you're a little older and you had a thought pattern that was going on for 20, 30, 40 years, it makes no difference, you could change it. For example, Ravigda Miller used to say, that the true success in life is to recognize the Creator. And as long as one is alive, there's an opportunity to pray to Hashem and connect with Him on a personal level. This is a life-transforming thought. That's why I think it's important for many of you to listen to uh, Gedalia Fenster. He talks about his this in general. It's a Gedalia to, to listen to what he has to say. He explains it in length. And this is life-transformative. It's based on Breslava thought, but the bottom line is it's, as we said many, many times, that tzaddikim through all the generations of all types of tzaddikim used personal prayer in their lives. Chafetz Chaim was one of them, but there were many, many, many others to, to change and shift your, thing, your thinking. So if your life story, you change it and you say to yourself now, I am going to talk to Hashem and I'm going to be grateful to him and express my gratitude when things go well. And when things are bothering me, I'm going to pour out my heart to him. This is life-changing in the story you create for yourself. The this concept of our personal life stories also applies to our own th- thoughts about self-confidence. As we talk to ourselves more, we build ourselves more. We learn to strengthen ourselves in that way. You don't need anyone else to tell you what to create and how to create more self-confidence. What you tell yourself about yourself creates who you are. So if you self-talk and have a self-image, that's a key to success of life, or the other way around, lack of success. When you make worthwhile goals and you believe in yourself, 
because you daven Hakadosh Baruch to help you. That builds your self confidence when you tell stories just of your failures and of being a victim with that tone of voice and posture. It affects the way you feel. But when you start looking at your life as a great story of a great person, many achievers started off with humble beginnings, and people. Um, grew tremendously from that. Same thing with all of you. You may have had humble beginnings. You may have a lot of bumps in the roads, a lot of negativity in the past, whatever it may be. It's never too late to have a positive twist in your life story, looking back and going forward to actually have a positive outlook. To, now is the perfect time. You change the tone of your life and you try to achieve that. And you'll feel a difference pretty much relatively quickly. You'll be able to feel the difference of the fact that you created this life story. I am going to be a more confident person, a more happy person going forward, and I'm going to start today with that. So that is one very, very important concept um, for today. Another one is is to differentiate your thoughts from feelings. Um, one of the famous cognitive-based therapy people, his name is David Burns, he used to say that the way you uh, the feel the the you feel the way you do right now because of the thoughts you are thinking in the moment. The thoughts create that negative emotion, and sometimes you say to yourself, "I feel like I I can't handle the job," or "I feel like I'm going to fail," or "I feel that they'll expect uh, uh, they'll expect uh, more than I can handle." Or I, I, I feel that they will think that I'm not as good as, a, as I seem on this interview. So basically, you're stating these feels, feelings and fears, and then they become absolute facts to you. And you're telling a, um, you're confusing truth with the stories you tell about yourself with these self-doubts and fears. So in other words, you're confusing thoughts and feelings. So instead of just, the, despite the fact that you start off with the words, I feel, I feel like I'm going to fail, it's not really a feeling, it's a thought initially. You Underlying these thoughts are feelings of anxiety and fear and panic. So, the, so I, for example, when you said, I feel like maybe I can't handle this job, you're confusing thoughts and feelings. Rather, the etsum thing of that is that I'm afraid I won't do as well as they expect. And I'm anxious about that. That's the thought about it. So these, I, this idea of making your feelings into facts is a distorted thinking that leads to self leads to self uh, lack of self esteem. For example, when you when you say I feel inadequate, and therefore I must be inadequate, right? That's really what happens in your your head. You 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 think about the in, that you're inadequate. You feel it, so that means it's definitely true. But it's illogical to think that. You you assume your feeling is an actual conclusion of who you really are. That's why it's very important to clarify your thoughts from feelings and differentiate between the two. And the better you get at differentiating thoughts from feelings, then we change our lives from the inside out by taking control of our thought that led to the to the to the negative emotion. So, for example, you know. I feel dumb. I feel unlikable. It's not like that. I think that I'm dumb, and I think that I'm unlikable, and that's what's making me feel that way. So, and also again, we talked about rewriting those confusing statements. So, if you take a piece of paper, you put a line in the middle. We said this several times already. It's such an effective tool. 
And when, and when someone's very upset about something and nervous or anxious about something, it, this is a great tool. You put a line in the middle of the paper on the left side, you write, let's say, for example, in the case we're talking about, I feel dumb. You replace that on the right side and you write, I don't think I'm as knowledgeable as I would like to be. So I will make an effort to learn new things and read more about the subject. That is the replacing thought that replaces what's on the left side of the paper, that I feel dumb. Now you have a practical solution, which, which, which is more accurate and true. I feel I'm not as knowledgeable as I would like to be, so I'll make an effort to learn new things and read more. Or, pick another example, on the left side of the paper, I feel unlikable. And on the right side of the paper, you write what really the Nakuda is. I feel lonely as I have trouble connecting with others and I want to work on connecting with people who have things in common with me, who are good people that I could learn from, and so on and so forth. It's a solution-oriented thought. So instead of saying on the left side, I feel lonely, and that thought creates a negative feeling, now you identify the thought in, in, a, in a positive way, in a constructive way, yes, the feeling lonely, but on the right side of the paper, I, I do have trouble or I need to work on connecting with others better, and I want to work on that, and, and that will help me. So when those feelings are based on healthier thoughts, you're moving away from sadness to happiness. You're moving from hopelessness to hopefulness. You're, you're moving away from loneliness to a feeling of connectiveness, and you're moving away from, from, from a pessimist view to an optimist view. So you make a habit of doing this exercise regularly, you'll be able to catch your negative thoughts that lump your feelings uh, with your thoughts and mixes them up in a big mush, and then you avoid that now, and now you become more solution-focused instead of problem-focused. So this is a big exercise to do. Now, I will say something very important now, just in general, about, about cognitive-based therapy, which is an extremely important, uh, effective tool. So let's say we're using it to combat anxiety. So the way you would do it is you would write down your anxious thoughts and then write what your distortion is about those thoughts. And then on the right side of the paper, you'll write a correct thought. That's a more balanced approach, and that reduces anxiety tremendously. Now, what, 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 what um, certain psychologists told me, which is very important to know, that if someone is on a very, very high level of anxiety right now, and they go to a therapist to work through it, sometimes they do need other types of tools beforehand, whether breathing exercises. In some situations, yes, short-term medication may be needed. The reason behind that is very simple, is because right now, if your brain is so wired with that strong feeling of anxiety you don't yet have that clear clear ability to 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 recognize and to use these these thoughts uh, to help you so for example in the solution that i said that uh, um you know when you write on the right side of the paper left side of the paper i'm dumb or unlikable or this this is going to be a disaster let's say anxiety this is going to be a disaster you don't yet if your anxiety is really really kicking in high and your emotions are very very strong it'll be hard to right away detect your error in thought and replace it so in some situations they will give you breathing exercises 
or some short-term medication to bring your anxiety level down somewhat that gives you the now that you have that now you could use these tools effectively and then once you use these exercises and tools you can get off that medi- medication or the breathing exercise is good to do regardless because then you'll be able to handle it on your own. This applies, by the way, for people who are not necessarily chronically ang- anxious. But for every person, this helps tremendously, both for anxiety or feeling down or whatever it is, where these exercises of recognizing the, ne- the unhealthy cognitive thoughts and to replace them is very effective. It's also very important when you see your self-esteem start to decline, you use coping statements to remind you of healthy thoughts and skills that support you. So, for example, my opinion of myself is more important than anyone else's. Or, I have faith in myself that I can get through this. I trust HaKadosh Baruch Hu that He will help me through this. And sometimes you need to write in, like just like the piece of paper, Bishvili Nivra Ailam, any statement that will help you with this on a screensaver, on a piece of paper, on an index card that helps you use those tools. And of course, this may not be necessarily pertaining to self-esteem in a sheer, but it does. When you do chesed for other people and you feel good about it, you feel empowered, and it gives you a certain sense of accomplishment and a certain sense of value when you plant these seeds of kindness wherever you go. This could be connected to what we said earlier about your life story. You make a life story to change. You may have been selfish until now or self-absorbed until now, but now I'm going to plant these seeds of kindness wherever I go, even whether people notice it or whether people don't notice it. Usually when you plant seeds, you don't really notice it, and the seeds you don't notice, it's under the ground, and it's under the ground for a while, and then it starts growing, and you'll reap so much more than you sow, ultimately. So that could be like a, a life mission statement also. These healthy, constructive life mission statements of the meaning of life in your personal life, of how you want to change and transform yourself, really helps build your self-confidence in a healthy way, in a very clear, compassionate way. Now, in the text of the Svarim, we are going to talk about uh, there, there, there is in this PDF a Svas MS that talks about the belief that there is a godliness in every single person and, and that um, you should connect only with someone who recognizes your milus, which we said so many times, that you need a clear evaluation. It's not enough to always look at your negative things, but also on your positive and be honest about that and use it prob- properly. And to realize that Hashem had, takes value in every single person's actions, every single Jew, and, 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 and all this is so important. But I'm going to read what it says in Sav Viziras from Reclaimless Kalman of Piyasetzna, Zeichet Tzadik Levracha, and um, he wrote the Sefer Chayvis HaTalmidim, he wrote the Sefer Eish Kodesh during the war, and Derech HaMelech, and here he wrote, writes from a, a Sefer Tzavaziris, which is type, sort of like a, a will. It's a beautiful, beautiful Sefer, actually. It's usually printed together with Achshar Savrechim and, and another Sefer, which I, the name escapes me at the moment. And, and Tzavaziris is like a, a little like will, so to speak, on, on Cheshben HaNefesh on things. When he turned 40, I think he wrote that. But he says as follows, This is what you can do. You, rec- you you envision yourself that you are a tzaddik. 
Again, you, you take this with a healthy value. In other words, this doesn't make you're still humble, you're still aware of your chesreinais, you make a healthy, normal cheshben nefesh with yourself, with looking strongly and seeing your, your warts and your faults. But at the same time, like we said, there's an element of tzayir, tzadik. you see that tzadik in you, you see that goodness in you. Or see in your imagination, we'll learn soon that it's not an imagination, it's a reality. As goidel nishmascha b'sharsha, the greatness of your soul at its root. So remember that too, that your soul is great. Any negative patterns, negative activities, negative things are things superimposed, covering up on top of your soul, similar to garbage that's on top and covering a precious diamond, no matter how bad smelling it is and how terrible this repulsive it is, it's covering up the diamond. The diamond will not get damaged by it. You take it out, you clean it up, it become, it's pure as before. So you know your greatness of your soul. There's an aspect of your soul that is pure, that is not touched by whatever negativity that was superimposed upon it. Vestefarta and the glory of your soul. Bishah Shashem Ba. The, when a God comes, Hashem Himself comes, and all His malachim with Him, when He delights to walk with the soul in Gan Eden. Look constantly with that thought that your soul, your soul is worthy. Is, is higher even than the level of Malachim. It doesn't say that here, but that is what many you know, Chazals talk about, that in many senses the Neshama is higher than a Malach, the pure Neshama. And that your Neshama has the capability intrinsically to be in Gan Eden and be higher than even the Malachim. Then it's impossible not to be Ma'er in yourself, a tremendous carefulness, not to dirty or make, you know, negative the beautiful splendor of your soul that's in the hands of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, in the arms of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And the chuka, the desire to reach that goal, will awaken you to it. So in other words, it's like this. Very often, this is the way to look at it. Sometimes, in a way to combat a yetzahara or to evil is to yell at it. Oh, this is filthy. This is disgusting. And, and, and sometimes that is effective. You curse out in a certain way, so to speak. I'm putting it in parentheses because you need to be careful how you talk or even talk in your own mind. But you blast the yetzahara like, you know, it's directly that way. That's one approach. Another approach is what the approach he's more or less saying over here is you do the opposite when something comes along that is a nisayan and you say, I am a Ben Melech. I have a Tzela Melikim within me. I have a Lechelek Alekam Imal Mamash within me, a soul part of God within me. And I have a pure soul within me. And even if I did sins, the Tshuva could, could remove those layers. And Be'etzem, I am pure. So how can I dirty and put layers of negative stuff on my soul? How can I put garbage on that precious diamond? And that is coming from a positive sense, and this is connected very much with healthy self-esteem, with healthy self-esteem, where you're building yourself up by bringing that out. You're building yourself up by showing, I am worthy of becoming, being in the arms of HaKadosh Baruch Hu.
and therefore it, it's beneath me to do these things that 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 the Averis, that are the Yetzirah is trying to get me to do. And this is a tremendous tool. So again, to talk about creating your own story and self-talk, to build yourself healthy self-confidence, to differentiate thoughts from feelings, it's your cognitive thought that creates the feeling, that exercise of taking that thought and writing in the right-hand side and thinking about the thought, the constructive, healthy thought that will replace that negative thought, to learn how to use positive talk to yourself, healthy thoughts and skills that support you. Use those coping statements. I have faith in myself. I trust in HaKadosh Baruch Hu who has faith in me that I can get through this. And this is not connected directly to self-esteem, but it really is. You plant seeds of kindness wherever you go. And that becomes a mission statement for you. And that builds, you're doing it secretly, quietly, very often, with a kind smile, with encouraging words, or however you're doing, giving tzedakah in a, in a hidden way. And that creates a beautiful um, um, building of your self-worth and self-esteem and tremendous simcha sachayim and menucha sanefesh. And all this translates into better shalom bias. And remember that. There is no question about it that all this, if you work on yourself, each one husband and wife individually on themselves with this, it enhances the overall atmosphere of the home with your wife or husband, with your children, and, and it beautifies the marriage and heals it in a tremendous way. Have a wonderful Shabbos.